For many years, a long-lasting friendship had always been my dream. Don't get me wrong, I had close friends throughout my life. They just never stuck around, no matter how much effort I put into them. Each time someone let me down, it only strengthened my desire to find the perfect forever friend. As I entered the seventh grade, it seemed the tides were turning in my favor. My new friends, Peter, Mark, and Emily, were absolutely wonderful. We were always over at my house, playing games on my Wii, or just talking about school. Our nerdiness only made everything we did even more fun. I mean, how many people start to draw amino acids in the middle of a game of Pictionary? Ten hours seemed to pass in the blink of an eye. Over time, more and more people joined our group, and after years of having no more than one friend at a time, seven had entered my life, and it seemed like it would be smooth sailing for me. However, as ninth grade was coming to a close, I noticed that Emily and I were drifting apart. Our different schedules had created a rift that seemed nearly impossible to overcome, especially as she developed new friendships and talked to me less and less. Throughout the next year, Peter, Mark, and some of my other friends had many get-togethers like we used to, going to movies, playing Monopoly, only now I received no invitation. The friendship was still sailing, but I was left at the dock. I spent many nights crying with my mom, wondering what I had done to lose them. After one particularly hard day, enough courage flowed through me that I was ready to find out. I texted Peter and asked him to come over, looking for the truth, even if it hurt me. Once Peter arrived, I explained to him my dilemma. I told him that I had noticed that it, I was never invited to get-togethers anymore and asked him if he'd noticed. He explained that he and the other guys had never really thought that I would be interested in doing anything with them. I told him I didn't understand why they would think that, considering that I like a lot of the same things they did and that we always had fun at my house. I mean, they were my closest friends. Finally, I asked him the question that had been swimming in my mind, that I had been too afraid until then to ask. Did they even think of me as a friend? No. He said that they actually felt bad for me that I didn't have more female friends. He went on to explain that since they were guys and I was a girl, that since they were all taking five or six AP classes and I was only taking four, and that since they were less interested in pop culture than I was, that they felt like we didn't have very much in common. My mind was spinning. My gender? My grades? Could that really be a reason why people can't be friends? With tears streaming down my face, I thanked him for his honesty, reminded him that I still thought of him as my closest friend and that this would not change that, and walked him to the door. I cried and cried for what felt like hours. I spent the next few months praying, asking God to help them see that I was a worthy friend, convinced that I could change everything and create the perfect friendship I had always wanted. I was looking forward to a church retreat I had helped plan and saw it as an opportunity to reflect over the past few months and calm my seas. As I went to confession, I tried to put my struggles out of my mind, 
but one thing led to another, and the whole story flowed out of me. When I was done, the priest looked at me and said, First, I feel I need to tell you something, and I am speaking in persona Christi, in the person of Christ, and I am telling you that you are such a loving and caring person. I love you, and you are loved. Over and over he said this as tears welled in my eyes, and the answer to my prayers finally appeared, as clear to me as the light of a lighthouse through the worst of storms. What I had been searching for all my life, the kind of close friendship filled with love and hope, would never be found in a friend, but only with God. My mind was cleared, and my entire life was put into perspective. After adoration that night, with my relationship with God back on track, I immediately began to see changes in my relationships with my friends, too. My friend Josh came over and was nicer than he had ever been, dancing with me, hugging me, including me in everything he did. Then, a New Year's Eve party marked a new landmark, my first invitation to a party in four years. All of these changes because of one moment, a change in perspective, and a newfound hope. Friends are great, but there is only one friend who can be there no matter what storm I might face. God carried me through the most difficult parts of my journey, and let me sail through the most wonderful. There is no better friend in the world. <laughs>